Hello and welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. Welcome back to another week of power, another week of excitement. We're just excited for what God is about to do. Oh my God, hallelujah. You guys gotta excuse me. Um, my voice is gonna be a little bit different than it normally is. I overutilized it over the weekend. I'll just put it that way. And um, just excitement um, over the past couple days. But um, more importantly, I'm more excited about the word of the Lord today. I'm not gonna waste any time. We're gonna jump right in. I hope that everyone had a blessed weekend. I had an amazing weekend. Um, I saw my daughter off back to school for her senior year of college. Very excited for her. Um, I miss her already, but I'm very excited for what God is doing in her life. I'm very proud of her, extremely proud. Um, there were some things that I prepared. Um, her, her dinner, um, her special dinner that she always requests is my famous meatloaf. I made her that and um, a, a special dessert. I'm going to talk about that later, how the Lord dealt with me in that time of preparing that meal and the um, the recipe for success, if you will, that he released to me during that time of preparing uh, Ty's dinner. So we are in for a special treat. I mean, you're going to be real, real hungry. I'm going to whet your appetite, if you will. Um, today. I'm excited about what the Lord is doing, but just bear with me. I'm going to try to um, preserve my voice as much as possible because it's not um, at its usual capacity. But today we're even going to talk about capacity, capabilities, abilities, the manifested power of God in a different form than we have in the past few weeks. For the last couple weeks, the entire month of August, we focused on power, the power of God, the placement in power, the uh, performance of the power of God, just different methods and mechanisms for the word of God to reveal the power for the month of August. And God has showed me some great and powerful things. I mean, I am excited to say the least. So we're going to get ready. We're going to get in tune. We're going to receive the word of the Lord today. It's going to be one for the books. You're going to get some revelation that's going to blow your expectations out of the water in Jesus mighty name. So I just want to welcome everyone back. We got some listeners from Ontario, Canada over the past week. I even saw um, Naperville in Roselle, Illinois, which is where I'm kind of from that area. It's a suburb. Those are suburbs outside of Chicago. Thank you guys for listening. Um, and even some close friends that I know listen because they contacted me. Um, Ralph Jones, thank you so much for tuning in. And I know that God is going to do those things in your life that you're expecting him to do. So I appreciate that. I'm even appreciative of the overwhelming amount of the listeners in Ghana and Nigeria and Ireland. Ireland has been very consistent. I mean, since the beginning of the podcast, they've always been tuning in for a dimension of greatness for their life. And I'm so excited about that. Ghana and Nigeria, two large places, very huge influx of support over the past week. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Continue to listen, continue to share. God is great and he has greatness in store for you. Just continue to hold on and press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. God wants to encourage his people today. We have one week left in the month of August. There's only more powerful strategies for success that he's going to use to prepare us for the harvest season coming up. Do not be caught off guard. Do not miss the opportunity. Do not be sleep in this next season of harvest. There is a harvest coming. It is truly plenteous and it's primarily for economic structure, which I like to call KES. That is my acronym for kingdom economic structures or kingdom economic 
economic systems. I use that interchangeably, but God is going to be releasing and revealing powerful revelations. He's going to be releasing specific and strategic anointings for the success of the people of God. I'm not speaking just of money. I'm speaking of fulfillment. I'm speaking of death, depth. I'm speaking of substance and sustenance in the name of Jesus. So you'll definitely want to listen to today, to this entirety of this episode, to get your dimension of greatness. It will be an excellent source of revelation and power. You don't want to miss it. Like I said, I did cook dinner over the weekend and um, for my daughter as she prepared to go back to Alaska. Everybody knows I'm a great cook, but my specialty is meatloaf. I just have a meatloaf that people will buy for me. And um, I want to attribute that to my mom. She always made a great meatloaf growing up. And when I became an adult and moved out, I called her one day and asked her for the recipe. And I kind of, you know, superseded her recipe. <laughs> Sorry, mom, but my meatloaf, I mean, she is the inspiration that made it a dimension of greatness. The meatloaf is definitely a dimension of greatness. But anyway, I made it for my daughter and uh, she likes my homemade cheesecake. So I just want to share this very briefly. I was making the cheesecake and um, I make, make it from scratch, of course. But the graham cracker crust is the most um, alluring part for most people. That's what they tell me. So I said I was going to do an extra thick crust and just make it extra moisture uh, and just make it really, really just succulent for everybody because my daughter was going back to Alaska. So I wanted to do an extra fancy, extra strawberries, extra flavor. Just I wanted to outdo myself. But I got frustrated doing the crust, doing the graham cracker process because it wasn't crumbling. It wasn't crumbling. It wasn't crumbling the way that I needed to. And it was frustrating me because I wanted to be very fine so that it could be very thick and very saturated. And the flavor would be very much intact to everyone's expectations. So I put it in the blender. I put the graham crackers in the blender and they just it just wasn't doing what I expected it to do. So I purchased a different appliance maybe around Thanksgiving of last year. I hadn't used it. I've only used it one time, but I normally use it for onions, bell peppers, you know, peppers and things like that to make them fine. Like if I'm doing a potato salad or something like that. And uh, (laughs) I took out this, I don't even know what it's called, a dicer or something like that. And I took it out and I said, you know what? I'm gonna try to put these graham crackers in here and see if it works. This is my vegetable dicer, but I'm gonna use my dessert in this vegetable appliance. So I put it in and I hit the button one time and within like 10 seconds, it was exactly how I wanted it. And I couldn't believe it. I'm like, I've been making the cheesecake using the blender to dice up the graham cracker crust real fine. And I've been doing a great job. My cheesecakes are amazing, but I found a different instrument that would cause the success of my objective to be more enjoyable, to cut down time and to even yield a more delicious and succulent experience. And so God was dealing with me because I was so impressed. You know, I get impressed by myself a lot. I was so impressed by the outcome of the crust. Everyone was talking about it. God began to deal with me and told me to tell his people to make sure that they're utilizing all of their resources to make sure that your marketing can and will be used in ministry. Don't try to say the marketing for the business or the tactics for the secular 
objective can't be used for the kingdom and vice versa. Your ministry objective and your ministry allotment and your ministry allowance that you're not missing the mark because you won't relay it in the form of your marketing or in the form of sales or in the form of what have you to make it a strong structure of success. God says to hear the word of the Lord, make sure that the instruments are being utilized. Make sure you're using all of your resources because you have tools that you're not utilizing. You're asking me and asking me, but I've already given you the instrument that you need as a strategy of success. So I got a lot to share today. Amen. Praise the Lord. God, you're great. Don't forget about the greatness grant. Visit www.bostra.com. B-O-S-S-T-U-R-E.com. Listen until the end for the instructions. There's only seven days left until we award that grant to the business or ministry that we choose. All you got to do is go back and listen to every episode in the month of August. There were strategic instructions for each, um, you know, August uh, 22nd. I'm sorry, that was this week. There were strategic instructions for every Monday in August. So there are three. Today will be the fourth. And just listen to the instructions at the end of each episode. And we will make sure to enter you in after you went to the website, www.bosture.com and submitted your business and or ministry information. So let's just jump right in. God, we're going to thank you for allowing us to see another week, seeing more potential, seeing more greatness, seeing more power to pursue great things this month. Oh God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your power, Lord God. We thank you that you're stirring up the gifts that are within us, that we will in fact conquer and take the land, Lord God. We thank you for the strategies for dominion, strategies to take dominion, to conquer, to possess the things that you've given unto us, purpose, territory, principles that you would be glorified in us in the realm of the earth for such a time as this lord humble us use us cause us to submit to your perfect and precious will in jesus mighty name so the song of the week is his strength is perfect by cc Winans. i had a different song picked out but you guys know i go wherever the lord goes so i as i was worshiping and praising this day or this afternoon, because I've been in the presence of the Lord all day. Whenever I have a podcast, I spend from the time I wake up till late in the evening studying and and, and worshiping and, and just enjoying the presence of God. And so I had a different song. It was about the power of the Lord. I might share it with you guys next week. A very beautiful song, but this song popped up in my spirit. And remember, it's very important to listen to the spirit of the Lord. Usually if you hear a song in your spirit, the, lo- the spirit in the Lord is... Y- Um, driving you to listen to that particular song because God wants to speak and he wants to prepare the atmosphere for that word. God doesn't just come into any type of atmosphere. He doesn't come in and sometimes because of mercy and because of grace, he will tell you or he'll whisper the song. The Holy Spirit will minister that song to your spirit and say, play that song because God wants to come in. And it's almost like an introduction. It's like saying, okay, right now we're going to bring out the Lord and they're going to play the music to bring out the Lord. And so the Lord will begin to speak. And did he begin to speak? But the word of the Lord is his strength is perfect by C.C. Winans. It's an oldie, but a goodie. It's one of my father's favorite songs. I actually want to dedicate this episode to him because of that song. Uh, When I was a troubled teenager and rebellious and disobedient, and he would play that song, my my father, Bishop Robert Atlas, he would play that song and he would worship and I would always feel the presence of the Lord, but I would always try to um, rebel against it. And now that I'm older and, you know, accepted what God is doing in my life, I just appreciate those times that he spent playing those songs. He would always send 
me letters um, and send me um, music in the mail to my home and say, play this song because he wanted me to get saved so bad. I just want to let you know, dad, that song gets me tonight. It got me in the presence of the Lord and God revealed great and mighty things. So this song is going to release a reassurance of your relationship and your abilities and your confidence in God. It's going to raise you in power that the weak will become strong. C.C. Winan says in the song that we're raised in his power and the weak become strong. This is a beautiful song. It's a humbling song. This song will place you in a very submissive place. The Bible says, submit yourselves under the mighty hand of God and he will exalt you. He will raise you up. So it positions you for greatness because of the level of submission. So make sure you listen to it this week. We're going to briefly recap. Last week, we talked about the power meter. What's your power number? One through five. I talked about Second Timothy 1 and 7, that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And I talked about the word given in this passage that means to give one something to his own advantage, to grant someone something, to furnish or supply them with something that would yield their advantage. So we don't understand sometimes that when the Bible says that he has not given us a spirit of fear, but he's given us power to our advantage. He's given us love for our advantage advantage. He's given us a sound mind to grant and furnish our advantages in the realm of the earth. Ooh, we got some good stuff going on today. So I also talked about last week that the power in this passage speaks directly to ability. It's very important, men and women of God, that we understand there's different powers. We use that term very loosely. Um, you know, there's power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood, but you got to ask yourself and ask the Lord and let him confirm it to you. Is it the ability power? Is it the dunamis power for miracle-working ability? Is it the co-op power, which also means increase, which means might, from Deuteronomy 8.18 that says... Um, um, that he will establish the covenant and give power to get wealth. That speaks of increase. Or is it the power of the exousia? There's many, many different types. Or is it the power that talks about that the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword? That speaks directly to results. So you have to know when God is talking to you about power, is he saying, I need you to increase your um, understanding, the anointing of increase. I need to help you with your anointing, the understanding of, of ability. I need to help you with the understanding and the anointing of results is he's saying that I need to help you with your understanding of efficiency and energy. So we have to get into the word of God. I had a beautiful, beautiful time in the word of God today. I, I can't remember the last time that the word wrapped itself around me like how it did today. I'm very, very pleased and I'm very grateful to God for the time that we spent today in the word. Get that word, get that word. It's life changing. So we talked about how Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians all hold a heavenly anointing, a supernatural substance of heavenly powers. Why? I don't know. I just assumed that when Paul was writing, it, the heavens were opened up because it is very heavenly, heavenly bestowed on the scriptures and the passages within Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians, very weighty anointings of heavenly access. There's a difference between spiritual access and heavenly access. I'm saying to you that Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians are wrapped up in heavenly access, meaning he even talks about, and um, Paul even talks about, um, oh, Corinthians as well. He talks about 14 years ago, he was taken up 
and he doesn't know if he was in the body or out of the body. And I guess that institution, that system, that experience shifted him into a level of understanding of height and heavenly places in Christ Jesus. As a matter of fact, he is one of the main uh, spokesmen for heavenly places in Christ Jesus, spiritual wealth, spiritual riches in heavenly places. He has, I mean, blessed millions of people with his revelations and understanding. So I also urge you to study Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Those powers in those four books speak directly, mainly to ability, to a spirit of expectation through your abilities, doing great and mighty things in God. That's what it speaks to. It also talks about we also discussed last week the baptism of John, that some powers have to, you have to prepare for certain powers. Some of them are not always bestowed upon you. The heavenly, the, the Holy Spirit is released to the people of God as we seek after the Spirit of God. He will baptize us with power, with fire, with the spirit of knowledge, understanding, counsel, and might through the gift of the Holy Ghost. But the power to do that was prepared for by John as he prepared the way of the Lord. So I spoke last week about some Sometimes the power of God, you're in a season of preparation because God would release that power. It's just like the Hulk. The Hulk would bust out of his clothes and he'd destroy people. He even one time looked at his girlfriend like he was going to smash her head in because when he got that power and he became in Hulk mode, he didn't realize who was around him, what was around him, where he was, where he was going, what his purpose was. So God will prepare you for an ultimate amount of power before you are actually uh, endowed, like he told the children, like he told the 12, um, I'm sorry, like he told the disciples, wait here, tarry, tarry here, meaning I'm preparing you. So they gather themselves together. They prepare themselves for the baptism of the Holy Ghost, because if that power falls and you're not um, positioned properly, you would miss the calling. You would hinder the blessing. You would hinder the fulfillment of the purpose of that power in your life. So God is saying that prepare yourself for the power, because when it comes, it it will come and it will not tarry. Meaning when the power comes, something's going to move. Something's going to shake. Something's going to be fulfilled. Something's going to be ordained. Something's going to be established. The word of the Lord, like I said, is quick and powerful. It will do what it was sent forth to do, but you must be prepared. Otherwise you will squander the anointing on your life, the power, the availability, and the access to greatness that God has intended for you. Didn't mean to take this much time because I have so much to share today. I mean, I have a wonderful word to share. Thank you, Jesus. So we talked about that. We're just going to get right on into the word of the Lord for today. But the power acronym that I shared last week was Purpose Operating Works in the Earth Realm. P-O-W-E-R. I want you to remember that and I want you to never forget it. The purpose, the P in power speaks to purpose, destiny. It talks about before you being formed. Then it talks about operating, the O in power, operating. What do you mean operating? It means a capacity. You have to operate and flow in any power that God gives you. God will give you power to do this, power to do that, power to tread on serpents and scorpions, but there must be operation. If the power is dormant, you are ineffective and you will become what he said, a, a wicked servant. You don't want to be that. You want to utilize all talents to the best of your ability with all power. He's given us all things that pertain into life and godliness. So we have to exercise those gifts thereby. Then the W in power speaks to works, manifesting these operations, manifesting. What is the manifestation? It means it's become visible. 
It means it's been unveiled. It means it's being revealed. It means it's being showcased. It's being exhibited. There must be a showcase. Like you're going to establish, I did this work like in a museum. I did that. I did that. I did that. You're going to be able to showcase the operation of your purpose. Then God says the earth is the E in power. Why? Because that's where it must be revealed so that his glory is revealed. Earth, where? Placement, placement, strategy, uh, territory. The earth speaks of everything that causes the will of God to be done on earth as it is in heaven. So you have to understand that if you're seeking the face of God in the presence of God, enjoying the spirit of the Lord, what do you do next? Then you ask God, now, Lord, how do I make this effectual working power in the earth realm that people would see your good works and glorify the father who's in heaven? And then the last, the R in power is realm. Why is it realm? Because a realm means opportunities. People would say, I was in a realm of prophecy. I was in a realm of wealth. I was in a realm of healing. What does that mean? It speaks to opportunity. The realm is in a large scope of capabilities and opportunities. So you need to understand that power in this hour. God is saying purpose operating works in the earth realm. Okay, we're going to get right into it. I can't waste any more time. We don't have that much time. (laughs) I wish I had more time. I mean, it's just always so good to share the word of the Lord. I just thank everyone for listening and enjoying it. It's just as much as I do. But I just want to ask a question before we get started. Is God leading you to conquer the earth realm or is he preparing you to take your true position in the kingdom? You will need instruments of power. You will need power to fight power. So today we're going to discuss power for power, power for power. This is going to be a powerful, (laughs) no pun intended, episode. So there are instruments of power. They're more than weapons. We're going to talk about that. I've been talking about that for the last few weeks, how I was going to share the instruments of power. And God revealed to me very powerful truths in his word. And I'm just so grateful. I hope that everyone is taking notes and really applying those into your life that you can fulfill destiny. Destiny is important. Don't you know, follow cliches, but actually manifest the power of God in your life. It's available. It's there. He wants to see your good works that people would glorify him in heaven. So there are instruments of power. They're more than weapons. They're strategic tools for success. So this speaks directly to your purpose. I'm going to speak directly to your purpose through the passage today, and it's going to be very strategic. They're going to be strategies for success. So you might want to get a pen and paper handy if you haven't done so yet, because the power of God, like I spoke of earlier, it won't work everywhere. The power that God gives you is a prepared substance for a particular purpose. God doesn't squander. He's not a waster. He even speaks of being a waster. He doesn't waste anything. He doesn't waste resources. He utilizes everything for the furtherance of the kingdom. So that's very powerful to understand. First Samuel 17 verse eight. It says, and he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel and said unto them, why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am I not a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? Am I not a Philistine and ye servants to Saul? This is speaking of two positions, two 
opportunities, two realms. The realm of the Philistine is one realm. That's one realm of opportunity. I just talked about the power. The R in power represents a realm of opportunity. So he's saying, this is Goliath speaking. He's saying, am I not a Philistine? Boom, that's one realm. Are ye not servants to Saul? Saul is the king of Israel. That's another realm. So right away, we know there are two powers operating. Choose you a man for you and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me and to kill me, he says, choose a man, let him come down. So the Philistines automatically represent, this is the word of the Lord. You need to listen very closely. This is going to really bless you. So the Philistines are representing the realm of the earth, the realm of the world, worldliness, carnality, the people that own the company you work at, the people that own, you know, your property that they won't allow you to purchase, the people that own goods and services that you need to advance. Consider it that way. Consider the Philistine principalities in the realm of the world, worldly enemies. Okay. It could be your neighbor. It could be your boss. It could be your the fortune 500 company you work for, but you have to look at it in terms of a Philistine because God has some strategies for you that are going to deliver you. Say it the Lord. He says, send him down to me. Now he's saying, send him down to me. So this is talking about placement. You are already higher than your adversary. You're already in a higher place than the Philistine, but you need to know that if he be able to fight with me and to kill me. So he's saying that there are two different operations of capacity. Remember I said the O in power means operation. So there are two operations here. Can he fight me? Can he kill me? So the enemy is mocking you. Can you fight? Can you even fight with me? Can you even go toe to toe with me? Can you even battle with me? You let's not even talk about killing. Can you box with me? Can you even do that? Can you even stand next to me? Can we even pretend that there's going to be some type of battle here? And then he says, if that be the case, then we'll be your servants. But if I prevail against you and I kill you. So in other words, I'm not going to just try to fight you. I'm going to try to kill you. The enemy in the world is saying, I'm going to fight against you. I'm going to try to kill you. Then I want to make you my servant, not just you, but all of you. So Goliath has no idea at this point about David. He's just speaking to the people of God as a whole. So the realm of the earth is trying to come against the opportunities in the realm of the kingdom and the people of God. And God says, not today. I have strategies that will cause you to be victorious and successful. Then he says, if ye be able to fight with me and kill me, then I'll be your servant. But if I prevail against you and I kill you, then shall ye be our servants and serve us. It's all about servitude. It's all about servitude. Oh my God. That's why Jesus speaks so much about servants being a servant because that anointing, that glory is especially made for positioning and for realms. If you understand how to serve each other, the people, the men and women of God, the people in your church, church, the people on your prayer call, the people that you fellowship with in God, you'll be able to stand against them against your enemies in unity. That's what servitude is about. So he's talking about you serving me, you serving the world. You're going to serve the world. You're not going to believe in God to start this business. You're going to work for me on this nine to five. You're not going to have any access to get off when you want. You're going to have to schedule time off. You're not going to have that liberty. Your ministry is going to suffer because you have to work. God is talking today about the people that need to take territory to fulfill the purpose of God for their life. But you have to understand that the Philistine, the Philistine, the Philistine, Philistines are people that want to hinder the kingdom of God. Nothing more, nothing less. They will even 
my God, this is going to be great. We don't even have enough time. So the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. So the world is saying, the enemy is saying, your enemy is saying, I defy you and the movement of God in your life. I'm defying you. I'm defiant to anything that God says he's going to bless you with, but give me a man that we can fight. So he said, now bring it on. So, so you're on social media. You're looking at this person doing what you are called to do and they're not effective. And God is saying, you can do that, but you're worried because they have a hundred thousand followers and you have 10 followers. You're worried because they might have the fancy this and that, and you're just beginning, but you know, God gave you a word. God is saying they are trying to defy the armies of the Lord. You are the army of God. You are the people of God. You are the man that will fight against Goliath. You are the man that will fight against this system and against this structure. This is great. So Goliath is the head principality of the Philistines. So David didn't want to just come and go to battle. He said, I'm taking out the head. It's very important. If you're in beauty, I'm telling you right now, go for the top. Go all the way to the top and be tried to come, become the chief in that arena the chief in that field if you're dealing with anything banking be try to become don't think that bank of america is too big for you can't i'm not even saying that they're competition but in spiritual realms you have to take dominion and find your placement to fulfill the glory of god whatever it is let it become engrafted you have to engraft yourself into a royal anointing that you understand that you are worthy enough you're important enough you are purposed enough you are destined enough to kill goliath you will receive more than you expect david thought he was going to kill goliath and he was going to get married and he was going to get a couple pieces of silver and he was going to get this or that but if you kill goliath you will receive more than you expect if you kill the principality the women that are wearing no clothes but they want to take over the beauty industry but you know that you're a woman of sanctity sanctification you're and you're not you're not showing any skin you're not on here worldly you're not listening to the secular music and dropping it like it's hot but you're conducting yourself in a godly form kill the principality over that realm and step up and cut off the head of your enemy not literally but in this realm of the spirit there's a warrior anointing that gives birth to a wealth anointing what do you mean david had the warrior anointing but he gave birth to solomon solomon carried the wealth anointing so when you understand warring when you understand being a warrior you will walk into a royal anointing you walk into a royal place you'll understand that wealth is coming david had no idea he would take saul's place his only objective was to kill the principality he never wanted to be king he wanted to defy them that defy god so when you say i'm coming against the people that come against my god you will have a royal seat and a royal position waiting for you we haven't even gotten into the bulk of it we haven't even gotten into the meat of it but i want you to understand that the power of god is here for your purpose that you can operate works in the earth realm in the name of jesus i want you to visit boster.com and submit your information that you can become a part of this grant we will announce the winner on August 31st. So it's very important. Have a dimension of greatness this week. Have the power of the Lord and instruments of wealth. We're going to discuss that next Monday. Be prepared. It's going to be great.